Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Merck, uh, one-third of your hosts, and I'm introducing this classic Zero Issues episode. Classic, because we're on a... Sometimes we do that in July. We'll, we'll take some time for us. It's a little me time, a little less time. Um, and when we do that, we pick out some of our favorite episodes and uh, repost those, because uh, they're super fun. We, uh, this particular one is episode 260... A Lenny Kravitz situation. This was my choice for this week. Uh, this was from when? October 14th, 2020. So not super, super old, but still fun and a little bit older. Uh, that You'll hear the news. It'll be dated. It'll be super dated. And that's fine. Um, really, I picked this episode for two reasons. One, because I really love the cover. I edited this one, and whenever... Whoever edits it gets to uh, do the cover throw together and pick what the name is from something that was said during the episode. So I picked a Lenny Kravitz situation, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, while well, he's playing guitar and there's a censored thing, yeah, look it up. Anyways, um, I was particularly happy how the picture turned out. And second is you'll hear it right away after I'm done yapping, is we call it our cold intro, and we just kind of do something, sometimes a little bit planned, very often not. And uh, our our Wonder Boy, Kyle, just pretty much launches into song and uh, does a little Fin Fang Foom song, which uh, I love. I love. So we get to talk about uh, Fin Fang Foom, um, do a little song and dance, and uh, what else? Uh, yeah, there's like, uh, we talk about costumes, superhero costumes, which is pretty fun. Um, yeah, lots of, lots of fun stuff. So please enjoy classic Zero Issues, a Lenny Kravitz situation. Uh, so Fin Fan Foom. What if he had like, you know those like 60s Marvel cartoons? Oh, yeah, they're, the, like, barely animated. Oh, with the awesome song at the start? Yeah, what if Fin Fan Foom had one? Ooh. He's a big f***ing dragon from outer space. He's gonna kick you in the face. Fin Fang Foom, he's amazing. Fin Fang Foom, he's incredible. It's Fin, yeah, Fang, Fanna Foom. That's me, I'm Fin Fang Foom. For the record, I'd like to take this one to edit. Yeah, yeah. I'll bet. I'll bet yep. you would now. <laughs> You're gonna animate that. It'll only take you like 20 minutes. This may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Zero issues coming podcast. Zero issues coming podcast. Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. Hey. Hey, hi, Kyle. Hi. How are welcome. You? How are you, Kyle? I'm pretty, I'm pretty good, Bry. And how are you, Merc? I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for asking. You know what? I feel like a dick now because Bry asked me how I was, and I said I was okay, and I didn't ask him back. So, Bry, 
How are well, you? you it, really, you're not the dick okay, here. Okay, on to the news. You're not the dick no. here because we're like a kind of a triangle. So really, Merck was the one who was supposed to ask me how we're I am. We're already in the news. We're already he didn't in the care. news. <laughs> we already know that I'm a dick. Let's go to the news. Yeah, hey. that's not news. <laughs> <laughs> Current Zero News Flash. So, uh, The Boys, which is uh, in their second season already, um, doing quite well on Amazon, despite people being angry about the schedule that it's coming out, which is ridiculous. It's just it's, watch the fucking It's COVID show. times. If you're getting anything new at all, just be cool. <laughs> exactly. No, for God's you're sake. You're not releasing it the way I want to. Oh, I you have to wait a week? Snyder release cut. You have to wait a week for an episode? Oh, no. You'll die. Yeah. I'm kind of loving it, actually. I, I really like the boys. I really like the show. I like the comic, too. It's but really good. I, I, I think I like, yeah. the sh- might like the show more than the comic. I think it, like, hits that balance very well. Like, it's it's not so... It's still mean-spirited, but not as... Not that, like, bleak, like, pitch-black Garth Ennis mean-spirited. And Carl Urban Ooh. is so good. Like everybody is is pitch perfect, but I just I really like Carl Urban. Every time I see him, he's he's just somebody completely different. Yeah, he's I good. recently have been as as oddly as it sounds, I've been rewatching the Xena Warrior Princess TV show. Sure, oh yeah, hell yeah, uh, all that hours to fill. Hell yeah, a very young, very very young Carl Urban appears in there, and I was like. Is that who I think it is? Like I almost didn't mm-hmm. recognize him because he had such a like a little baby face. That rules. <laughs> he played Julius Caesar. Awesome. That's amazing. Did- I think he appeared elsewhere and as a different character as well. Dare I ask yeah, what season, crazy. if you know? Because I gotta check this out. I wanna say I wanna say season two. Okay. Not bad. I think I got we got like well, the first season yeah. of DVD kicking around somewhere. I'm like, I can get through that, I can get there. I mean, yep. who it was what, James Mattias? Yeah, 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 I, uh, yeah, on Twitter, um, posted, and I think it got quite a bit of traction, but he's saying, like, I've been watching The Boys, and, uh, all I gotta say is that Carl Urban, uh, should play Craven the Hunter. Yeah. Just, like, uh, yeah. just a picture yeah, of him, just, like, is... the beard, the whole thing, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. And he seems just very- put a little Russian spin on that, and a loincloth on that sucker, and you're oh, ready yeah. to go. I uh, I cannot wait. I want him and I, and I want him to just have all the fun in the world he's ever had in his life in that yeah, role. Yeah. Just just go yeah. for it a hundred percent. Yes, please. That is a gimme. Uh, yeah, and I love like, how I mean he's he's already played someone in a Marvel movie, but uh, you know it was kind of a bit part. So true. I feel again like I feel like that's something I could see. I mean, I you never know what's actually going to happen, but considering where they're going with the story, I feel like. Somebody hunting Spider-Man seems like a very good idea right now, especially if Jameson's involved setting it up in any way. Yep, that yep. sounds amazing. That I, sounds I would perfect. love to see those two on the screen together, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Just to see him tower over and, be just, and just give that snarl yeah. look like, I'm yeah. going to kick your ass. Like, just, yeah, yeah delightful. Uh, so the actual news... I don't yeah, that sorry. we're getting to. <laughs> uh, no, no, we all derailed that. Uh, there is a sp- apparently a spinoff series that's been greenlit from the boys. Um, I don't think there's a title atal- attached yet, It's uh, but it's basically a superhero college run by Voight Industries. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, 
Sure. Like happening coming to Amazon. I I don't think there's really any information beyond yeah. that. At least what I saw did not have any other information for that. I, again, I, I I love the show. I think it's really really good. I think uh, some world building wouldn't be the worst idea. And I'm pretty sure the comics have had like prequel stuff and other stuff that kind of fleshes out certain elements of that yeah, world a little yeah. bit. So even like a prequel, like dickhead JSA show or something would be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. It's limitless. No, no, they call it compound V. <laughs> it's different from limitless. Oh yeah. There you go. And actually just in the latest episode, uh Canadian actor, Sean Ashmore. popped. Yes. Up. He's, he's uh, as lamplighter. He's just pyro. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I saw somebody oh. say that. From Iceman to Pyro, nice yeah. job. I thought. I thought in the comics wasn't Lamplighter sort of Green Lanterny? I mean, he was. He was a corpse. So <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. It's been a while, but um, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, he was good in the episode. I really liked that episode. Yeah. I have the opposite. Of a new show being greenlit, uh, mm-hmm. it's a show ending. It's an old is... show being redlit. <laughs> is that Hollywood? Yeah, sorry, that's Hollywood talk. Yeah, yeah, we're we're really we're really in the inner circle here. Supergirl uh, is ending after the upcoming sixth season. Apparently, I don't know if it's just they're just just choosing to end it. I don't know why, but uh, it's it is. It's it's ending. I feel like I feel like six seasons is a good amount of time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'd rather I'd rather I think f- that's a decent run for a show. I'd rather the Flash end before Supergirl, maybe just because the God, Flash, yeah, the Flash has just been like, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna say it, but it's it's there's no way to make say this it. comment without it. it being a <laughs> pun. But it's been running in circles for a while now. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be you could end the Flash. I mean, you didn't have easily. to do it with so much smarm. I feel like at some point you'd have to own the smarm, and I did, and I regret okay. it. But uh, yeah, no, Supergirl's ending, hey. which uh, between that and like, you know, they had their big crisis thing and then like, you know, Ruby Rose left Batwoman and who knows what they're going to do with that now. And then uh, Arrow ended, obviously, in ending Supergirl. I mean, they're trying to switch to a new phase. Is that going to work out? Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Eh, I'm not. I might not well, see. The, and you know what? That's OK, too. <laughs> it is. Listen, as far as I'm concerned, you don't have to watch everything. It built up to me getting like Brandon Routh as Superman again for a few minutes. I'm just like, that's it. That's all I wanted from this. I'm done. Bye. Yep. <laughs> so apparently, uh, Black Adam has has uh, cast its Hawkman officially. Is this a, is this a, it's official official or I think it's official. I think it's Dwayne Johnson. It's Dwayne Johnson official. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So good. Great. So it must be real. Yeah. He announced yeah. it. I'm pretty uh, sure. So it's uh, what's his name? Aldous Hodge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know what else he's been in. He's uh, got he's got that face. He, I've he seen was him in the in Invisible stuff. Man, like the the Bloomhouse one from like a year ago. Oh yeah. Uh, other than that, he's like he, he's a dude who could play Hawkman. I think. Mm-hmm. And actually, Merck and I were sort of talking about this yesterday. Uh, where like there's some people who are like, mm, I really I don't see a a, a black hawk man. And it's like oh as, yeah. as like a, a you know a black Egyptian yeah oh <laughs> really interesting how you don't see that. Mm-hmm. You gotta be mm-hmm. kidding me. That's like yep. <laughs> perfect and yeah. 
Some people yeah. are stupid idiots. Uh, you know, I, I think I have an idea of uh, whatever movement they belong to, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I'm more interested in just, like, what the Black Adam thing... Like, we keep hearing just snippets. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, have we heard... Like, I didn't even... I wasn't even sure if it was concrete coming out at all. It's, anyway. it's Dwayne it Johnson like official. A weird... I know, exactly. It was, like, just kind of weird that it was like, well... Black Adam and now has its Hawkman. Yeah. Okay. Are those characters related? Sure. All right. Like, I didn't know you actually had a movie. I, <laughs> but apparently you do. I, I, I assume right. this this is, is it take place in the past? I'm assuming, or like we're gonna have like a like a down well, and dirty maybe JSA nine ending had uh, anything to do yes. with it. It must take place it in must. ancient Egypt. It must. Yes. But I, you know, I'm excited either way. It's it, apparently he um. Dwayne Johnson announced it. I guess he posted to Instagram or something, and he was like, basically had like kind of a rundown of their conversation, where like he calls him, is like, "Hey, how's it going? It's uh, Dwayne Johnson calling. You did good in the audition, and I just wanted to say all the best to you." And just like he's like, "Yeah, who who is this really? Who is this? This isn't funny." And he like would not yeah. believe it was Dwayne Johnson calling him, and he was just like, "No, it's, <laughs> it's me. You uh, you got the you got the part. Whoa. You got the part." And he's just like, "Leave me alone." <laughs> <off."> <laughs> I mean, if someone called you and said they were Dwayne Johnson, would you believe them? No. I'd, I'd want. I, you know what? I'd, I'd, I'd pretend. I'd like to think I'd live the live the fantasy. Do do the eyebrow over the phone. I heard it. I'll hear it. Yeah, you'll hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Squeak. Because he's a he's a Ren and Stimpy character. <laughs> and then when he lowers it back down, it goes. So it's not Dwayne Johnson calling you. It's John Coetta. Whatever, whatever. Don't call here. Don't call again. I don't know who that is. It's the creator of Ren and Stimpy. Oh, oh, the scum. Yes, the the scum indeed. Well, we we mentioned him, so now I need a palate cleanser. Jim Campbell, who it was the original uh, letterer on the original Watchmen, mm-hmm. the Alan Moore. Uh, Dave Gibbons' uh, property. Um, I don't like that we have to say that. <laughs> just yeah, I I can't recall if it was on Twitter or just or some other spot that he went on and just ranted and said basically he was just super pissed off that DC um, was utilizing the Watchmen property again beyond the original book because it really I guess it fell under a weird legal agreement between the creators of. Watchmen and DC that it was their own standalone thing that DC was going to carry and put out but you couldn't do anything more with it because you legally did not have the rights to it and basically saying like calling DC out for basically stealing their stuff and D- decades of it, just <laughs> yeah saying yeah like, yeah oh, we'll, we'll give it back as soon as this is done which is yeah. never it, it's like the guy who you you know in grade school you lend like a, a comic book or a video game too i was like did you remember to bring it back mm, slipped my mind <laughs> okay yeah. kyle i'm gonna get you those moon knights eventually i'm sorry and chris i i'm gonna get you your graphic novels back soon i promise yeah, I'm, gonna, yep. I'm gonna i'm gonna get your blood soon <laughs> <laughs> but it's you're welcome me. to it mm-hmm. you are welcome to it <laughs> Uh, I, I have a special feature, actually, that we, we, first time ever, last time ever, 
little special feature. Uh, we're, we're following, I'm following a story at all times. For myself. It's my own investigative reporting. Um, to my way of sort of dealing... W. Bry. Yeah. My way of dealing with the ravages of age uh, means, for me specifically, I have to track the current identities of all the characters from my childhood, who I love, who are neither classic nor new anymore, and don't seem to have a specific place in, in, in superhero comic publishing, and kind of have a constant revolving door status quo change. They don't really know where to put them. People like them, but they're not they're not the classics that they keep reverting to. They're not new enough to be fresh. So uh, here is a little special feature I have. Drake Watch. That's right. I'm seeing what is up with... Uh, I'm following what's happening with Tim Drake, my Robin... And this, again, is just for me. Nobody else listened to this. This is just for me. <laughs> uh, so, Tim Drake... There, thank you, Kyle. Uh, Tim Drake, as you... <laughs> he took his, uh, takes his Cascade. headphones out. Good, good he job. took his headphones out, yeah. So, Tim Drake, as you may know, was the third Robin in the 90s, uh, or late 80s into early 90s, whatever, um, who uh, at some point Damian Wayne came along and became Robin. They're like, well, okay, what do we do with this? We have, like, you know, Dick Grayson is Nightwing, and Jason Todd is Red Hood, and he's Damien's Nightwing. They didn't really know what to do with him. So for a while, he was, at one point, he was Red Robin. So he was the Robin who mm -hmm. used to be Robin, except sometimes when he wasn't, but now he was again. Uh, so he became, recently, uh, Drake. He was just named Drake, which seems like a, a bad idea, for a, for a bunch of reasons. One, I've covered this before, I'm sure I have. You have no secret identity. Two, you're comparing yourself to Drake, which I'm sure there's going to be some really rough accusations that are going to be very mainstream very soon about that guy. Don't want the don't want the comparison. Uh, yeah. They're already there. It's it was bad at the time they made that decision. <laughs> and he's also dating that uh Stranger Things girl? No. Ooh, rough. We don't just yeah. don't think about Winona it too much. Ryder? It's really rough. You really hope. No, <laughs> no. that would be that would be fine. <laughs> that would what? That one would work. This that one does would not. be. That would. This be one's fine. illegal. Yep. Oh, and he's also got like a brown and gray costume, which is uh, a great color palette. Absolutely, it's uh, worse than Geoforce, everybody. Anyway, um, and now there's an update, a thrilling update in the most recent Young Justice comic I read. Now his identity is. Robin. <laughs> He's just Robin again. Uh, I guess Damien quit being Robin, and literally in the comic, they were just like, nobody likes Drake, just be Robin again. And they were just like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> literally happened. That, to, like, I like how they actually like, responded to it. They were like really pushing it. They had like, they turned like the, the, um, the, his specific Robin logo into a logo that said Drake. They're like, yeah, this is going to work. This is going to work. It didn't work. And they backed off almost immediately. <laughs> uh, He's now platypus. Platypus. Yeah. Ah, see that actually. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, that's not even a bird. That's a monotreme. Supplementary yeah. material. Supplementary material. Something just came out or just leaked or something. So uh, you might also know Cassandra Kane and Stephanie Brown. I'm still doing this. Uh, they used to be, Cassandra Kane used to be Batgirl. 
Stephanie Brown was spoiler. And then, uh, Black Bat and Batgirl. Stephanie Brown was Batgirl. Then, they were Orphan and Spoiler again. And now, apparently, they're both Batgirl again? They don't know what to do with these characters. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. I am sorry, but I had to do it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and then the Zoom call cut out. Amazing timing. Amazing timing. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to the warm-up! I'm sorry! <laughs> it's funny that this, even the Zoom call was like, Okay, that's enough, <laughs> This I don't really have, like, a game or a set thing for this warm-up. It's more of just something that I kind of stumbled onto and kind of got my brain working. It started with uh, the Immortal She-Hulk, which just came out this week. Um, I actually, before I even read it, I saw just a burb, a burb, a blurb, a blurby blurb. I saw a burb, a blurby blurb. A burb. I saw a burb. He flew right into the window. Um, I saw a blurb on the interwebs, and somebody was just posted. It was basically a, a three-panel segment of She-Hulk, and there's two of her just standing there in full Hulk form, and then she changes and reverts back to Jennifer Walters. She's got a new costume. It's a new costume design, so I guess when she hulks out, it goes in a certain way. When she unhulks, it it when she's hulked out, there's a lot of green showing. There's a fair amount of like green skin. Mm-hmm. Then when she goes to Jennifer Walters, it becomes like a full bodysuit kind of okay. thing. So okay. like However you want to explain that, unstable molecules, of course, that's the way to go. The costume goes... Uh, but the, that, yeah. So, but the thing is, somebody in the article that was posted, but then people started arguing it. What? I don't understand. Like, I how can she suddenly go from this to this, and then it's, she's got a full different costume. Like, what? As if that was the most unbelievable Thunderbolt thing. Thunderbolt Ross had a mustache that he would lose when he would hulk out. <laughs> oh, wow. Just goes, <laughs> but it was like, nose. like they could believe that a woman could get a blood transfusion, get uh, radiation, radiated with like gamma radiation without dying, become green, triple their mass, develop muscles that are far stronger than they are for the size that they are. And change back and forth. And talk to the audience like Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. All the while maintaining her law career. But the costume, that's the last straw. I just can't buy it. It's just, that's, oh. Suspension of disbelief is broken there. It's uh, like I just a, thought that was funny. A person can change form dramatically, but fabric, no. Yeah. No, no. Just can't be done. No. But it got me thinking about costumes. And the, really the first thing I thought of was... Why do they wear tights, shorts, and a belt? I get if you're Batman and it's a utility belt. Well, it's, it's just an accessory. Like it. I'll I'll wear a belt if I don't necessarily need it because otherwise I'm gonna have those loops and it just looks kind of silly. <laughs> really? That's true. I just have a really? bunch of loops. Yeah. Uh, I just don't want to be loopy. Uh, I feel yeah. I feel like there's. But then, like, why? Why do those? Okay, you have long underwear. You've got short underwear over top. I'm going to built in, put in some built-in loops 
into that underwear in order to have the option of putting in. I can explain all of this. This is this, yes. I can explain all of this very easily. <laughs> please, please do. You have your tights on. Your your tight tights underneath. You got to keep yourself, you know, pretty athletic. You can't have too many baggy clothes. You might have a problem there. However, those a certain seam could burst in a certain high movement area, and you can have yourself you could have yourself a Lenny Kravitz situation, and you don't want it. Oh, so. I dated dated reference, but whatever. You know what I mean. So you have those extra shorts oh, on top, just in case that happens. You have an extra layer of protection. Oh, I, you know what? I don't even dispute the layer over layer, but it's the yeah. top layer uh, that doesn't have belt loops. That I'm gonna add belt loops to it in order to put a belt that I do is not required at all. It I breaks just find that up funny. the visual. I know? guess so. I yeah. listen. I but then there's say, also. <clears throat> I got one more, though, because, like, I don't know about you guys. I You, you might fluctuate in weight, like, a little bit here and there. Yeah. Like, superheroes are still people. So I have pants sometimes that fit perfectly, and sometimes they're a little loose, and sometimes they're a little tight. You need that belt. That means you don't have to have separate outfits all the time. You can keep things tight and make sure, again, your pants don't fall down. You don't have another no, Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> It always goes back. Well, you to know, Lenny you Kravitz. very rarely, especially in modern uh, superhero comics, you don't often see them wearing suspenders. But you go back to the '60s. I mean, Angel was wearing suspenders, and they looked great. <laughs> and and he was. I don't think he was wearing a belt at the same time because that wouldn't make sense. He just attached the uh, suspenders to his short and curlies. Correct. Correct. Ow. Kyle's not wrong, Ow. though. Visually, you do have Ish. to break it up, but that's fine. Uh, another thing I noticed, like, characters that for some reason require the first letter of their hero or villain name to be on their chest or their belt. Uh, like, and I guess it started with Superman. Forgivable. It's early mm-hmm. on. You know, like, you kind of... It's the pioneer. It's the first look. But yeah. then, I just recently... I'm just finishing up this... Uh, we were recording this in September... Uh, just for the listeners, it'll be out in October, but, uh, I'm just finishing up this month. I was doing a thing, a daily drawing challenge called alpha draw. So every letter of the alphabet, I drew a different kind of weird C. A different version of alpha five. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Oh, hell, I'd be on board. Q was quake master, who was a DC villain who was horrible. But as I'm drawing him, I'm realizing he's got a Q on his chest and he's got a Q on his belt buckle. Ooh. And he's got, on his forehead, he's got a circle, but it looks like a T. What, I think it's supposed to be a weird stylized jackhammer. Some sort of Q. Yeah, I was like, why are He's you? just got a picture of Q up there. <laughs> yeah, John Delancey. Get the Delancey. It just got me thinking about different, uh, like, the amount of laundry, bi- laundry bills, repairs. Yeah. Like... For superheroes, like why does like Jughead wear a shirt and... with an S on it? We'll never yeah. know. Archie knows, but we'll never know. What does Archie have that we don't have? Hair, hair. Jughead. He's yeah. He's oh. got Jughead. He's got both. <laughs> nice. Sorry, I was also ordering food at the same time. <laughs> All right then. What you do? It's done. But yeah, it got me thinking about them like having to repair their. Their, their suits all the time or, or do the tailoring like mm-hmm. those people don't 
should not everybody does has that skill to be able to do that right uh do they do it themselves or does everybody have an alfred Uh. or does does batman rent out alfred in order to do everybody's well there's that uh deceased thing with like far future damien as batman and there's a there's a shot of like him sewing his costume and saying like well you know father was uh he was so dependent on alfred like, I think Batman should be able to, you know, fix his own costume. Like, oh, so Batman can yeah. sew? Yeah, Batman can sew. He's the so best at everything. So what? Yeah. <laughs> DDR. Hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah. Well, and I, I, it got me thinking of, uh, like, Daredevil Netflix. I think that's the first time I've ever seen, especially, like, in comics or in, in on TV or movies, Life. where it seemed seemed like a real idea of, like, Okay, he goes to what, whatever his name was, Melvin. Yeah. Who, like, creates this costume, and he that's his industry. That's what he does. Yeah. And it's like, this is these are the layers. This is how it goes together. And it's, like, much more thought out. And the fact that, like, up to that moment, Daredevil was running around in, like, black ninja kind of costume, just, like, a sock on his head. Yeah. He, he had, like, a sweatsuit and, like, a, yeah, like a... <laughs> Yeah, thing around his head. That was pretty good. I mean, like, I guess Homecoming kind of did it a little bit, not as in depth, maybe, but sort of like, yeah, here's where you, yeah, here's yeah, where you yeah, came bit. from, and not just like Toby Maguire drew it and then magically he made this like yeah. very professional yeah. outfit, and it's like you can't do that, Toby Maguire. You can't do anything. <laughs> what are you gonna cry again? What the. F- So, speaking speaking of superhero fashion, you know who probably can't fix their their giant purple pants? It's it's this week's topic. Not the Hulk. That's right. Oh yeah, clearly not the Hulk. He's sometimes he wears sometimes he wears blue pants. Sometimes he wears pants that change size. It's true. Nobody has a problem with that. Sometimes he just Lenny Kravitz it. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes he just he just. Drops that, is it. The, that is the ultimate Hulk. Hulk Lenny Kravitz! <laughs> and smash. Yeah. Are you going to go Hulk's way? No. <laughs> no thanks. Are you, he, Hulk, Hulk M sing song about lady, but none of it rhyme with lady. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that stupid song so much. Uh, we're talking about Fin Fang Foom this week. We're going to fix this The character. legendary large monster lizard dragony thing i gotta say does he really um, need fixing i mean we're going to do it but uh but fin fang foom is is very of his time i think right yes yeah but he's he was like one of those original marvel monsters so he was created during that era yeah, yeah he's like and then carried over into right? yeah yeah totally um but then he was carried over into the modern marvel era but I think he's been updated several times and, like, comedically and seriously yeah. played. It's, it's been fun, but there, My, there are different directions he could be taken. Our sweet giant boy has such range. <laughs> well, you don't know until you ask him. It's true. He's uh, the Carl Urban of the uh, yeah. Monster World. You, you, half the time, you don't even recognize it's him until it's too late. I really, oh, yeah. Wow. I was like, I didn't even know Fing Fang Foom was in Xena. Yeah. Oh, that I'd watch. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Me too. Just Fin Fang Foom with the Judge Dread helmet. You can't tell it's him. He's wearing a helmet. 
Who's who's playing uh, McCoy? Oh, it's Fin Fang Foom. Wow. So good. It's not great, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was in Lord of the Rings, too? The uh, So, okay. Who wants to go first, and how do we want to do it? Well, I assume we were sort of doing it in the, the standard way that we fix characters. Flail around. Yeah, by flailing around. We all have pitches. Oh, I have two, as usual. You have two? Same. Why don't you go first? Oh, Jesus, H. Christ. Um, One of mine is real short, though. Okay, how about we'll, we'll do it a sandwich? Uh, yeah, I'll do Rick, one, he do does one, be... you do yours, then... Yeah, we have little. Ones. I'll I'll be the uh, I'll be the gooey center. Uh, You'll be the white stuff in the Oreo. Yeah, in the in the double stacked Oreo. This isn't getting better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's another What's another thing that has stuff in it? Uh, Snickers. No, it's only got chocolate peanut nougat. Oh, boy. Uh, okay, I want to take five. Ooh, we'll be a take five bar. That's got uh, that's got chocolate and pretzels and peanuts and caramel and nougat and and pepperoni. <laughs> Cancelled. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the 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 serious one first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Serious, more like hardcore sci-fi or thriller. It kind of gets into like a thriller horror esque sort of thing, called the Foom Protocols. Basically, a bunch of AIM scientists have captured Fing Fang Foom, and they're planning on experimenting on him, and they have him. In a secret underground facility, hidden away from uh, prying eyes, ready to do their work. They're going to like try to delve into his genetic structure. Why is he what he is? How did he become that way? Was he like the first of his line? Like, how does how does his body work? How does he like? Doesn't he? She shoots fire out of his mouth. I can't even remember. Uh, uh, it's whatever like an he does. Acid, sort of. Oh, it's acid. Okay. Acidy sort of. Does he have stuff. acid reflux? Is that all it is? And it's just a horrible case of that. That's a big tum. in this. <laughs> or Rolaid, you know, whoever tom. sponsors it. Yeah. Oh, while we're uh, while we're talking about sponsors, uh, so they he's got them in this underground lair. It turns out they also have several other characters hidden away that they're going to experiment on in this underground facility. Uh, I haven't decided maybe you guys can help me who is who else is going to be in on this facility but during the experiment that the aims to i mean demands in there i actually thought i'm just a regular sized guy (laughs) (laughs) but your stench is so monstrous (laughs) played by john cena they're they're experimenting on uh fing fang foom and then something happens and foom has like a deep-seated genetic response a release of a virus or something. It's basically like a, a defense mechanism that he doesn't really control, but it's like as soon as you start doing something to him, it's released. And they're in this underground facility. They're in a contained area, and this virus starts to affect everybody in the facility. And even however, D-Man? It's like, even D-Man starts altering everybody. They all start hunting each other, and turning into fing-fang-foom-like creatures. Um, the survivors, the basically, the, the story is the survivors, from their perspective, trying to escape this facility in lockdown. And you might actually get to the point where they it's, they get to the surface, they escape, but then, oh, did they accidentally release it on the world? Does it become a bigger thing? Like the um, plague dogs. <laughs> um, 
And in as we the story goes along, it turns out you learn that Foom is Fing Fang Foom is actually just the result of one of these reactions. He's not the original Fing Fang Foom. He is some other creature or person or whatever that has been altered by this. Oh, so yeah, I didn't know who else who would be a good idea. I, I thought about maybe like Shroud and the Night Shift or something. That's like cool. getting them capturing bad guys and putting them in there because nobody's going to miss a bad guy. Yeah. But Shroud Ooh. being that good guy, bad guy thing. And I love or the idea Serpent of, Society. Uh, I like it. I, I like the idea of, of Modok slowly turning into a Fin Fang Foom esque monster. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. That's just a good visual. Um, it is. I want nothing more in the world. And his neck muscles aren't, aren't strong enough to hold him up. He's just oh, like, oh, no. his head keeps falling. Oh, no. He's just like, he's just so like, this a, is what it's like to have a neck. He's just a gigantic, he's just a gigantic Fin Fang Foom Funko Pop. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. A fate worse and than death. And that's my pitch. Nice. I love it. I really like that. Oh, my God. Uh, and I gotta follow it. That's cool. So it's a comedy series. Uh, so you have Fin Fang Foom and Marvel's Godzilla starting a bed and breakfast for giant monsters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're you know what they've been like they've been through like they get a lot of respect they get no respect they they're up and down in their careers they're tired of rampaging all over the place. Uh, and they're like you know what we gotta make a change in our lives. Godzilla. Um, he's now going by Gordon. Because nobody wants to get sued here. <laughs> She's just Gordon. If you say, hey, are you Ga Gordon? Correct, I'm Gordon. Um, at the same time, though, you can't... But he was... Uh, Marvel's Godzilla is canon to Marvel. Has to be. Because he was yelled at by J. Jonah Jameson. And I believe that Stan Lee would want every character yelled at by J. By J. Jonah Jameson to be canon. I think that sounds right, doesn't it? Yeah. Sounds right. So he's canon. But he's Gordon. Yeah. So they, uh, what happens is the, uh, the Sanctum Sanctorum, uh, maybe due to a lot of economic troubles happening right now, gets foreclosed on by the bank. The magical bank. Yeah. Fin Fang Foom and, uh, and, and Gordon, um, ha- have saved up enough that they can buy the Sanctum Sanctorum for, uh, for a good price. And it's, I feel like the Sanctum Sanctorum's like a bit of a TARDIS, right? Can it be like bigger on the inside, I assume? Sure. It's a, it's yeah. a magic house. So they turn it into yeah. a bed and breakfast for uh for 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 giant monsters, and you have like all of those classic Marvel monsters from like the old days. You got like original Groot. You got mm-hmm. like uh, I I honestly I don't remember a lot of their names, but they're all gonna. Suck you got Goom. Go oh, there, there. Yeah. David. Goom. You got David's father. He's up in the mix. <laughs> He's there. <laughs> Absolutely. He's giving everybody little tiny milkshake. <laughs> So that's uh, that's what happens. They're just they're trying to run a nice orderly bread and breakfast, but uh, all these monstrous antics constantly uh, constantly mess things up for them. Every time mm-hmm. somebody comes to check in, all of like uh, what do you call it? Greenwich Village is just like panicking, like oh god, monster! Just, I'm just going to the bed and breakfast. And uh, there, there's there's your <laughs> there's your there's your comic. <laughs> all the heroes are going after, it and all of a sudden he just disappears. Yeah, where'd he go? Yeah. And then he's like inside the bed and breakfast. Nobody even knew. There you go. Look, I'm a giant ape, and I'm in love with this regular sized human. And this is how this is the only way we can get together. Yeah. Don't judge me. It's a, it's a bit of a giant monster love hotel. 
Yeah. You could do it online and actually get away with it. Oh, yeah. Just saying. There you go. Copyright, copyright, whatever. Uh, all rights reserved. What I kind of want to do is make him into the Lorax. Or my, my original thought was like, well, make him like Swamp Thing. Like, make him like this protector of nature sort of thing. Like, no, just make him the Lorax. Because <laughs> uh, he is like, he's a space dragon, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, from the planet, I wrote it down. It's got two names, either Makalu 4 or Kakaranathara. Or Matthew McConaughey. Aren't those basically the same thing? Yeah. I went to I went to Cap Kakaranathara for a couple of years. I had my first kiss at Kakaranathara. <laughs> uh, but then the rich kid camp, we had to fight them. Yeah. And then I then I had my second kiss and my third. Oh, mm. what a great uh, anyway, yeah, ma- summer for Kyle. <laughs> so I don't know if his planet is uh, still exists or not, um, but like when he first showed up or what, what the backstory is, is that he was part of like a ship of a bunch of space dragons. Right. Um, and let's yeah. say, let's say they're, you know, part of the ship because it, their planet's gone or he finds out later that his planet's gone and he's like, okay, well, here's where I am is Earth. Um, I want to make sure that it doesn't get destroyed like my last, the last place I was living. So he sort of decides to start taking on, uh, sort of like street level, you know, developers and, and stuff like that. Make him a bit more like, uh, like classic Superman. And then eventually he's like, oh, I've got to, you know, I, if I want to solve these problems, I gotta, I gotta go bigger. Uh, uh, so he's like taking on Roxxon in China and like okay. stop destroying the planet uh I'm a giant space dragon and I'm going to fight Don't mess with me. I'm going to fight yeah. all your all your you know uh, corporate tanks and your giant mecha fin fang foom that you built to fight me and so on. <laughs> I can actually take yeah. you on and like really society has no expectations of me then to be a giant dragon monster so let's mm. go for it. I like that. Yeah. So that's my pitch. It's the foom we need. I like it. My only other thought is, like, to more seriously, if you're trying to, like, make Fin Fang Foom more of a serious threat and less less uh, easily to be turned into a next wave style joke, which I adore. But if you do the opposite, I'm kind of thinking, like, I watch a lot of, um, you know, a lot, a lot of random stuff but like you know sometimes you might have in like an anime or like a sentai show i'm thinking of like die ranger specifically they have like a big robotic dragon that's like coming to destroy the world when things are not in a certain level of harmony something like big mythical unknowable force of nature that's like this giant dragon that you literally cannot defeat that like everybody is constantly trying to keep everything in order to avoid awakening this beast uh and i'd just do that it would just be fin fang foom as like a big truly terrifying thing that's like literally everybody knows if we're not handling things well enough on this planet he will come back and destroy us all and we have to it's, I guess it's kind of galactic a little bit but it's more it's supposed to be like more mythical like this is a part of our world and we have yeah. to uh, so Godzilla there you go <laughs> little, yeah well like like, like uh, I'm like thinking more like Godzilla. a spe- kind of yeah like more of like a, but like more of like he comes from space and he's like not it's not like uh, created by like you know, nuclear, whatever. It's like literally yeah, like yeah. 
you don't know. He's like, he comes from space, and, and when he's not happy with how things are going here, he will destroy everyone, so we gotta really... But, but do we know what sort of stuff appeases him, what doesn't? I, or is the it thing a guessing I think, game? He likes... It, yeah, it would be a guessing game He likes game pecans. Mm. Yeah. He likes, yes. he likes big butts. <laughs> and he can't lie. lie. And, like, and really he, big butts. <laughs> You know he loves the hot pants. That's Look true. at that that moon next to the earth from a certain perspective kind of looks like a big butt. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's mooning me. He's coming yep. in. He's coming in, baby. <laughs> and that's Make it. Make room for film. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Big bang boom. There's always foom for jello. <laughs> no, that's nothing. Uh. What the hell am I talking about? That's that's the worst movie ever. The Foom, yeah, just a Tommy giant Tommy Wiseau Fin Fang Foom. Anyway, done. Fin Fang Foom has been he's been shrunken down. He's been captured. So it's at this point like whatever heroes have captured him. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Hank Pym has shrunk him down to like kind of human size, so he's like manageable person size. To be put into a prison. He's put into a maximum security like monster hold with a bunch of other monsters that are all, if they're bigger, they've been shrunk down or whatever. They're contained in whatever way. They're all the size of them. cats. Exactly. Meow. While they're in there, it's certain, something starts to happen where someone starts offing a bunch of monsters. They start killing them off in okay. this maximum security facility. Yeah. Just one at a time. So... Obviously, all the inmates are freaking out. They're like, whoa, am I next? Like, who's who's doing this? What's going on? So, Foom and his next-door neighbor, like the, the inmate in the next cell, decide to break out. Turns out this is Sauron. Uh, and they break out uh, of their, their cages. And they kidnap one of the scientists as they're making their way out. And they start following clues, traveling cross-country to find out who's killing these monsters and why. Basically, it's Fing Fang Foom in an absurd buddy cop monster mystery with Sauron. And they have a scientist named Tim. It's filled with cameos as every all these heroes try to avoid them. They want nothing to do mm -hmm. with them. Uh, they're trying to get help and they just keep like avoiding them left, right, and center. But like Foom is still, he's a giant space lizard. And he's still acting like that. Like he's in the car and he oh, has okay. no idea. He doesn't know how to drive. He doesn't understand cars or laws. So you have this ridiculousness that like, they come up to a light. Somebody's walking in front and he's like, can I eat them? And Soren's like, well, maybe. And then Tim in the back is like the balance of like, no, don't yeah. eat people. Oh, my God. So like an so it just ego, super this, ego sort of thing. Yeah. 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 It's like this, th this three. Yeah. Like, Soren is insane. He's still got a bit of a science mind, so he still wants to find out what's going on and save himself and figure things out. Foom just wanted to escape, but he doesn't care, and he just wants to eat and destroy stuff, but he's only six feet tall now. Uh, and Tim just wants to get home to his wife, Marsha. So, so, Marsha? Sure. Save Marsha? I don't know. Oh, no. Um, Marsha. I, li I like the Marsha, idea Marsha. of, like, Fing Fang Foom near the end of it, like, regating his size and having uh, Sauron on, on one shoulder and Tim on the other shoulder is like the angel and devil. There you go. Yeah. That's nice. Yes. Destroy the city. 
Sauron runs over to the <laughs> old other shoulder. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> that was a trios of horror joke. And then he whispers, I could cure cancer, but I won't. Nope. Let's turn people into dinosaurs. I think we did it. I think that's one delicious sandwich. Oh. Yum, yum. That's a sandwich that I would like to slice diagonally. That is a Cuban foom. But can we make a sandwich so big that even Fin Fang Foom can't eat it? No. It's impossible. He's huge! (laughs) Well, who the hell are we? Uh, I'm gonna go first. Yes, Cause why do it. Because because why not? Uh, my name it. is Kyle. My name is Kyle Lees, and you can check my stuff out at thekylelees.com or just by searching the Kyle Lees on your search engine of choice. Your your Alta Vista, your web crawler, Yahoo, searches, whatever you want to use. Bing. Let me some sure. searches. Uh, I'll go second. I like I like being in the middle. I like being in the middle of a sandwich. I, uh, hey, now you're the creamy center of this now, sandwich. Now, finally, this I get what I want. This is a sandwich with a creamy it's, center. It's very upsetting, and I'm not happy about a it's lot of things. It's just filled with mayonnaise. That's not I'm yogurt. Not, I'm, I'm where I need to be, not where I want to be. Um, <laughs> okay, gross. Sandwiches uh, don't talk, Bri. <laughs> 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 anyway, I'm, uh, I'm Bri Kotick. You can check out my comic at welcometohereafter.com. And if you choose to, you can find me on social media at my name, Brycotic. I won't. I won't tell you how to spell it. You have to guess. I'm wrong. It... You're wrong. K O T Y K. Thank you. Um, I am Merck. You can find me at MerkAsylum.ca. M E R K A S Y L U M dot C A. Merck on Facebook. Merck and not like astronaut on Instagrams. And now that we are into October, you can check out. Uh, I am doing with uh. Uh, Rymac Creations on Instagram, our good friend Ryan Mackett. Uh, we're doing Monster Month uh, Daily Drawing Challenge. Um, that's basically, last year we did like a lot of more standard horror-esque film characters mm-hmm. from like Dracula to the werewolf to Pinhead and Mike Myers and Jason and stuff. Edward we're kind of doing... Uh, yeah. yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Mm, Leslie Nielsen as um, Dracula. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we're doing uh, Monster Month, so there's a bunch of different monsters from all different, like literary, movie, comic, whatever. Uh, yeah, daily drawing. So check us out. You can find that on uh, Instagram or Facebook. Awesome, That's very cool. Hashtag, hashtag Monster Month 2020. I am excited for that. Yeah, I just really want to quickly shout out uh, our our music maker man. Yes, our merry marching music making man, uh, KP Merkley. Or Ocean City Defender, or Cal Preston Merkley. Uh, he does the music that you hear every week. Ken. It's true. Ken, Ken Preston Merkley. Ken. Did I say Cal? Cal. That's a different you Merkley. You said Cal. That's a different That's Merkley. a different Merkley. Shout out to Merkley's. Cal Merkley. Shout out to uh, Cal Merkley, too. And the Babylon Lounge opening up soon in T-Bay. Yeah. Do you know any other Merkleys? <laughs> I might Merkley's. know a few. I don't. I- I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the Merkley War. There's going to be, like, Crisis on Infinite Merkleys. <laughs> uh, I, I hear Jim Shooter's putting that together. Yeah. As we speak. <laughs> he was until someone shot him. <laughs> <laughs> until he got fired. Ooh. Uh. 
you could have yourself a Lenny Kravitz situation and you don't want it. 